0: Been. Where did you dig up that old fossil? Oh, we'll Going to Station to pick up some power converters.
1: That's no We're all fine here. No, thank you. How are you? Welcome to the Star Wars Nerds Podcast. I'm Dan Vadimanker,
0: and I'm Kenton
1: Larson. And I tell you, Kenton, this week's finale to Andor was. Exactly what I needed to forget about
0: all my uh, troubles at work, all my work stresses. You and uh, me, both. <laughs> A li- and watching Canada lose at the World oh. Cup was just the balm I needed. I, I hate don't it when care people about say that, that, that stuff. I hate it when people say. It's <laughs> oh, just, just the, the balm. <laughs> it's just the balm I needed. Balm is just the balm you need. Yes. But uh, yeah, I thought Andor. Uh, to cut to the chase, it was wonderful, and I was depressed that we have to wait. A uh, year or whatever. Is that a Isn't year? It, uh, it's a probably minimum. Okay. Probably. Well,
1: I, I wasn't. De- I wasn't depressed. I, I quite enjoyed it. I was starting. Like I said, starting to watch it the second time. I am going to watch it all the way through again. Oh, me too. I think it's going to be even better now mm-hmm. that we know kind of how this all plays out. Those early episodes are going to have more meaning. Yeah. And I love that uh the structure of this has allowed them to really could take out. Like you go up to episode three where he leaves Ferrex. And then forget everything else and just come back to this finale and you would still understand what's going on. Because all those characters are still in play. Everybody that yeah. we were introducing those first few episodes are back now and relevant to the story. And I love that. I love how this all played out.
0: It's like a game of chess, Yeah, I thought. And a game of chess can last a long period of time. Um, even if you know that you're ultimately going to lose uh, at a chess game, you can still keep playing and watch the inevitable play out. And I think that's what I think of Andor as being because we do know his ultimate fate because of Rogue One. Um, and we do know, and we might have supposed that, and I sure did suppose that thir- certain things were going to happen in the finale that did not happen, absolutely did not. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it was a masterful piece of Star Wars storytelling, one of the best ones we've ever got, I think. And watching that finale play out, what an experience! Now, did you notice the music at the beginning? Which what music like, listen to the music. That's what we always hear, isn't it? Listen,
1: the marching band. Yeah, it's a band. It's not the normal thing. Like, it's a band playing. Is that in the, the theme. intro? Yes, I did not notice it's the that. very the very beginning of the show. I didn't notice it either. <laughs> Afterwards, I came back the second
0: time. i like, oh, that's the band. Um, Which I, I'm sure they have got brought him in, flew him in from New Orleans, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: What's his name? With uh, the, he should be the band leader for um,
0: for COVID. No, I'm just joking. It's not him. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I thought, I thought I missed something. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Uh, I was
1: just joking. But no, it's uh,
0: it's it's Doc, cool. They we'll, brought in Doctor John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll get to the band in a second because that was a very cool aspect. Oh, of this whole it was thing. great. But we start with uh, you know, we have like a couple of different things going on. We have this guy, I guess, building something. Now I. Wasn't sure what he was building. They keep cutting back to yeah. him. They, they kind of cut away to show other things and come back. At one time, I thought he was building a lightsaber because it kind of looked like a lightsaber. He's like screwing something into a shaft, as it were. Um, but he's not. It turns out it's a bomb. I thought it could be a communication device. Could too. be that too. Yeah. yeah. But but and it, it does become apparent throughout that scene that he is doing it. Like I think that's a photo of his father there. Somebody who was killed right. by the Empire in an earlier episode. I think. Yeah. I don't really remember. But again, those are the things that, that get filled in when we watch it again. But we just kind of see him building this. We don't really know where it's going to lead or anything. But you have kind of an idea yeah. of what this is, right? So that's interesting. And then we see. Um, I guess what we also oh, have. We have Bix there. We have the Imperials landing on Ferrix. We have our friend Deirdre. Deirdre, I'm yeah. getting the names finally. After after the end of all these episodes, I'm finally learning these names. I
0: got so used to calling them by the actors' names yeah. that I still do it, you know. But her
1: name's Deirdre yeah. or Deirdre or something like some form of that. And she arrives. She's of course the ISB commander who's in charge of the stuff now. And she mm-hmm. arrives to uh, check things out. She she wants to go undercover though. She does not want to walk around in uniform. She she gets changed and goes out in a nice uh, hood. Uh, ensemble with her uh, spy friend and they go check out the place and see what and they're all waiting for Andor of course this is the big thing there's a funeral for um, his mother Marva and the whole town is getting into it and I loved how this is all like you just see the community and the love and how much people care about each other every opportunity whenever Cassian comes back and he runs into to anybody that's from barracks they all love him. They all know him. Even though I, I thought a little bit, uh, you know, because they established early on that he's not a dependable guy. He has people who don't like him. Mm-hmm. We saw a little bit of that in that one character who kind of portrays him. But, um, but yeah, it's certainly apparent that the town is very, very tight-knit, and they all are there to support each other, which really plays out uh, later on in the episode.
0: Yeah. It re- no, it really does. And I love that scene, too. I, I loved. We sort of knew last week that things were going to converge there, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of surprises at that funeral. And... Um, the marching band was a cool addition. It was a New Orleans stot- <laughs> influenced um, kind of funeral. The idea of the brick—that your ashes get put into a brick and then you join the—is that a New Orleans thing? The, val- the valuable no, but it's it's like the you know the the marching band is. Yes. but I like the idea of the brick. Yes. that um, that that that's how we see how the civilization. Um, or this planet does that, which I thought was extremely interesting to see. And we see an episode, an issue, or a scene
1: leader, where, where and or visits the brick of, I guess, his dad, right? Yeah. The other guy who, who, I guess, died earlier before the story happens, and he, he just touches the brick and remembers, has some mm-hmm. memories of his father, and that that's what that does for them, is it gives them a physical thing to, to remember the person by. Yeah, and the...
0: Um um, there's a hologram that's involved. Oh, okay, we'll get to that in is, a second. Yeah, and there's a droid that's involved too. So yeah, so uh, the one thing is uh, a couple of thoughts early on. I, th- I still thought they're still
1: not giving us full Star Wars. It's still sprinkling of Star Wars throughout because even though she shows up on Ferrex with stormtroopers, it's mostly death troopers, not. Stormtroopers. We still see stormtroopers, but they're mm-hmm. they're like on the sides. They're not the main forces. They're just kind of there. Uh, whereas she's walking around with death troopers, like uh, what's his name was in Rogue One, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like still Star Wars, but not. Um, they do show us a, an Imperial shuttle. So there's a little bits
0: of Star Wars being sprinkled through. That throughout. shuttle. That shuttle scared me for a minute. Well, you
1: know who every, you know who I thought was
0: walking down that shuttle. Well, lots of people travel. Oh, yes. Lots of
1: important, dangerous people in Star Wars travel in shuttles. Well, I thought. For just I thought a, it was going to be the Emperor to me. That's for right. just a heartbeat, I thought it was Darth Vader. Could have
0: been Darth Vader, yeah. That's another yeah, thing. Yeah, but. but, 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 and it did. And it, and the, I, and I think the, um, the landing, the whole thing was super cool. Like it just looked like a classic scene out of Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. It looked like you're yeah. right out of Return of the Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so then we have uh, oh, yeah, so we cut back to Mon Mothma. She's dealing with her deadbeat husband still. He's a, he's, have we established that he's a, a gambler? Was no, that a she uses it, she's oh, using
0: it okay. to hide where her money's going. Oh, okay, I see what she's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty clever. But, but however, he has been one, as we learn in the past, and uh, he's denying it again. But she is pl- she knows the driver's listening to her. And so she is laying it – she is laying oh. out – yes, that's what she's doing. So he's really denying it. He has yeah, not. He is th- actually ingenuine. in that. I do believe he's saying, what are you – I never did any, like, he's <laughs> like He's like a kid in class like, where you're I like – you say a kid's name. I didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> and so that's – so he is defending okay. himself. And the driver's listening, and it's far more plausible that this guy's full of shit and lying about his gambling than it is – that Mon Mothma is bankrolling the rebellion. Right, it's far more believable. Sure. And um, sh- and I thought um, Mon- a few things had to happen for that. Mon Mothma had to know of her husband's CD reputation, right, and had to play off of it and and uh, use him as an excuse for where the money went in the short term, and maybe as an excuse for um, the reason her daughter is me- going to be, you know matched up with this gangster's son is because her husband is in debt yes. to the gangster. So it all so now she has a plausible story, but it must be said that if things go awry that she has hung her husband out to dry. Right. That she re, and mate and her daughter less so I think in that scenario, but she, but she has hung her husband out to dry. She has made that conscious decision, a decision we all would have made for her based mm-hmm. on the based on the past. But yeah, that's uh, quite a scene there. And we get to see the
1: connection yeah. between uh, that person and the Imperial Commander, her her uh, what's her name's rival at the ISB, yeah. the guy she kind of uh, burned before. Uh, and so they're all talking about this stuff, and then we find out that they they successfully um, uh, defended the raid. Uh, what was that guy's name again? Um, the raid. <laughs> Remember the raid that that they didn't saw Guerrero wanted to be a part of, but they called oh, it because they probably knew about it. Right, so, but the
0: way which we don't see. We it. don't ever see it. No. I thought we would I see thought, it. I That's why it when too. you said the raid, I went, "What raid?" Yeah, because the one we didn't see it happened off camera. But, uh, but yeah, the off camera raid. The whole thing was off camera. But then, oddly enough, we saw a picture of the guy in a previous episode. Yes, and that makes me think that guy lived. Well, maybe there was a cut
1: scene or something that they just they did hire an actor and actually worked that stuff out, but then they end up not using it. I think it.
0: that guy's. I think that guy's going to go like, why'd you hang me out to dry? I think, don't oh, okay. you think so? I, I, oh. I don't, I don't, that could be a loose end, but it might not be. I think yeah. that might come back later where the guy decides like, oh, you hung me up to dry. That's the way it is, is yeah. it? Well, I um, that could happen.
1: Now, I, I think this episode did something
0: that Star Wars,
1: I don't know that Star Wars has ever really done in quite the same way. Uh, it made me tear up. It really uh, oh, absolutely. Wow. I got emotional a few times during this episode. Number one, in the scene where he he uh, comes in and meets up. Now, Cassian's come back, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, he is sne- He's still good at sneaking around. He's sneaking around. He's, he's seeing his friends. They're all hiding him. Never
0: in danger of being caught for once. I never, exactly, yes. Never, not once. Not like once a, did we worry that he was about to get busted. No, and he's no. just kind of, because he knows the town, right? He knows yep. where to
1: hide. And so he's sneaking around. He's watching the funeral. Uh, and he meets up with Brasso. Uh, And this is a scene where he's like they just have a chance to both mourn together because they both love Marva and just his like I tried to get her out of here. I tried to help. Mm -hmm. And you you can just see the emotion in Cassian's face. He's so lost now. He doesn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like he just has nothing now that his mom's gone. So that's I think that's obviously leads into his actions later on. But that scene just kind of got me. I was like, oh, my God, this is so touching. Uh, So I really like that scene. Uh, and then they kind of like plan around stuff. They're figuring out stuff. <laughs> this one, these two guys, we have Linus Mosk and uh, Cyril. What's his name again? Just Cyril. Cyril. Li- Cyril yeah. and Linus. We'll call them Cyril and Linus. Uh, they should now have their own sitcom. It's like the odd couple, Star Wars style. Because I think they're besties now. I think this hat exchange that
0: we see, it's very funny. Hat. They, they just trade hats. Like, what's yeah. with that? Uh, I, when that happened, I, I thought that this is two boobs idea of a disguise. <laughs> Is that what they're I don't, doing? I, 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 that's what I thought. I don't I just know. Thought
1: they're best friends. Like, look at—he looks happy. He's like, "Oh, I like these hats. It's good." Like, they're just BFFs now. Are you sure that's I think, what it is? I think that's what that is. They just
0: love each other. The they're trading just, of the—I just assume like that—is a, a moron's idea of no one's going to recognize. Me now. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't. Well, yeah, we'll hey, see. Maybe I'm wrong. I, yeah. I, I think we're going to see these guys
1: yeah. come back yeah. again. They're—they're uh, sure. they're funny. They're comic relief. And, are, uh, but
0: are they comic? I mean, well. his friend is more than him.
1: Yes, for sure, because he's kind of more yeah. Uh, blustery. Yeah,
0: he's more like, I don't know. Well, well, we'll have more to say about him in a second. And here's
1: the thing, I, you know, and I, what I thought about when I see this scene is I think about that scene earlier on yeah. when we see uh, um, Luthen come the first time. Yeah. He's talking to that annoying guy. Yeah. And like, that's the exact same transport coming in, the same idea. And I don't know why. It just kind of brought that back. Yeah. So maybe we'll see that guy at some it's point. It's a bus. It's a bus, yes. Bus coming in from the spaceport. So, and Luthen does show up as well. So, why the hell
0: would Luthen show up there? He wants to kill Andor. But can't he find it? That's it. That's the only reason he wants to cut that he, tie. He needs to tie up that loose end. And that's, uh, there you go. That's an opportunity. So, he's going to go there and he's going to tie it up. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just, I just thought it was too risky. Like, there, you know, the Empire's crawling all over the place. Why would you risk being caught? At this point, he's no reason to think that they know what he looks like. True, they were chasing—oh, Krieger, that's his name. Krieger's yeah, the yeah. name of the guy. They are chasing Krieger. They thought Krieger was him. Right. Right? Okay, so—and and, and does—now, do you think that Deirdre thinks that Andor is Axis? Or is it, she just knows that
0: Andor can get her Axis? I think that's partially it. She knows he, he's a piece to a puzzle, but then he's also a means to an—she wants him alive. That's a— Oh, and, she does, yeah. So, I, was, I wrote here, I, boy, does right. she like torture, because she's well, very upset when they don't get anybody alive from the raid. Well, she wants to extract info. And so Andor would be a source of lots of info. Yeah.
1: Um, what else do we have here? Yeah, searching for Maze, yes. Oh, yes, and this, this is also at some point in the story he's, like, sitting around and he's listening to recordings from his friend that died, the young boy who died from the rebellion in the, in the heist episode. This is, his like, his um, – what do you call it? Um, what's the thing you have when you proclaim something or – Manifesto. All oh, right. <laughs> manifesto. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. That's what it is. And he's like, this is why we have to do this. And and so I guess he's like, he's listening to this. It's solidifying his belief. He hates the empire even more so from what's happened to him for these last few episodes, being in prison, no. every single single thing along the way, and so just just everything is solidifying that decision to to do what he does at the end. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, these guys, BFFs. Okay, so then we get to the funeral, and then we have the marching band. And I kind of like this idea. I thought it was interesting. It's a very, um, like, normal, quote-unquote, normal idea, like, regular world idea translated to Star Wars that they haven't really done. Like, toilets, I guess, right? Yeah. They have, they've done it in this show, but not yeah. in any of the other shows before. So I like that idea. I never would have thought I'd hear a Star Wars marching band.
0: And it sounds kind of similar to our marching band. Like the music isn't that out there, right? No, it's New Orleans. That's the yeah. New Orleans-style uh, funeral and... I liked it a lot. I thought it added a lot to the proceeding. I didn't realize it was in the opening, uh, uh, in the opening uh, logo or the background to the opening logo. So, I, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely gonna have to watch this episode again.
1: Yeah, and and so they're starting. And I, did they start it early? Is that something that? cause remember they they have a conversation they're oh. like oh when does it start a couple hours listen for the listen for the anvil and then all of a
0: sudden it starts there's some confusion on timing i think that's just bad event planning they <laughs> okay. just they they're not they're, they're well, there's co- some confusion about the timing there's also some uh, there's some protesters in the crowd. We've also there's- got
1: another asshole Imperial Guard, like a yeah. commander, right? This guy, like, yeah. just replacing the other guy, the exact same thing. He's just ready to go. Yeah. to go. He does not want to be waiting for this funeral no. to happen. He thinks they should just crack down on all of it. So he's going. We see everybody, like, all the guards, all the – all the, and it's, it's uh, interesting we have kind of soldiers like Han Solo was in Solo, like with yeah. those goggles, like that get-up. Um, what was the name of the – Mimban that he was on? Remember yeah, that? Yeah, right. And here he spots uh, – he spots Luthien. In the crowd. Yeah. Like, Just the, who's there. Now, does he know that Luthan is there to kill him? Yeah.
0: Uh, he does. The, the, what happens at the end implies that, that he he understands why – like he has thought it through and he understands why he would be there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he's uh, figuring that out right now. Here's here's uh, Linus and Cyril walking around. I really do want to see these guys get a series or something. They'd be hilarious. Um, and I, I just find it interesting in Star Wars how they change – just try to change the little details. Like the drum is dark. Not white, <laughs> like things like that. Yeah. They change just to make it look a little alien and weird for Star Wars. So this guy's giving them up. This guy's informing them of something. What, yeah. What's going on here? And so, and he gets basically taken in for it. Um, and yeah, it just kind of it didn't play out the way I expected it to play out. They have this great moment with Marva with the hologram. Oh,
0: that's and once again, great speech. Well, cool presentation. The getting the oh. droid involved. Yes, um, B. Oh my
1: God, he is yeah. nobody. Like he is, you can see it in the droid. Yeah, he's he's so focused on the on the funeral. He's right. there for the funeral, and that's yeah. it. He doesn't anything else going on. Uh, B does not care about. I liked seeing uh, Brasso in his uniform. He's got his nice little marching uniform, marching band uniform or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, we have the great speech. And uh, one thing I noticed, like, first of all, I love It's a big, giant hologram that towers over everybody. Yeah. That's really cool. We don't see that a lot in it's Star like Snoke. Wars. It's like Snoke. It's like Snoke. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but also that it's, uh, it's a speech about the Rebellion, and mm-hmm. it does, like, you don't get that in Star Wars a lot, right? There's not a ton of
0: inspirational speeches in this Presumably franchise. Presumably the droid knew that that was... That was the speech that the droid recorded. Well, for the sure. speech, yes,
1: the droid, droid was there. When so she the droid it. was
0: in on the rebellion, and if, even if the droid didn't play an active role, the droid was the message, the the messenger for the, yeah. for, the for the beginning of the street protest. Yeah.
1: But I got to say, like, the, just that that speech in general is amazing. Yeah. Um, like, what else do you have? Like, Hux, <laughs> Hux, given the, uh, the speech to the troops, remember in the Force Awakens. Well, the other
0: two speeches in the Andor show are the probably among oh, yeah, the, so best the speeches. speeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's they true. uh Luthen's, uh, uh, what have I sacrificed? But that's like, a, that's like a
1: monologue. This is like a speech to a group of people, and that's yeah, kind of, you don't really get oh, that. I, I see what you mean. Sure. Yeah, this is yeah. It, like unless it's Mon Mothma running down the start the plans to to destroy the Death Star. There's not a ton yeah. of that in Star Wars, so I really did appreciate that, and it was a great message. And the way it played out, where the guy's like, "That's enough," and he just tries to throw his thing over the hologram, kicks over B, and then just fight like just sets off the crowd. That's it. And I think the greatest moment in this whole episode comes when. Brasso headbutts that stormtrooper and just takes him. Out. <laughs> I you love can, it. Yeah, you can headbutt a stormtrooper. Well, those the armor's yeah. useless. We know that, right? Yeah. And I do think they were deliberately having the stormtroopers miss. I do think they're still like acknowledging the stormtroopers suck at shooting because they were shooting quite a bit into the. They were it's hitting people. Did, yeah, eventually. people did get hit. Yes, but but it, I think it took a little. I think yeah. you know they were acknowledging that it's not all perfect shots here. Um, and then, of course, Andor's getting Bix out—he's got to work to get Bix out, which shows that he just cares about his friends. He doesn't—he's yeah. just there for to help them. So he's breaking into the hotel. There's Brasso and his. That's such a good speech. And you know what else she is in? I figured out what else. Like she's been in a lot of stuff, this woman. But she is Harry Potter's aunt or whatever. Or, like, you know, his evil step-parents are the people who mm-hmm. raise Harry Potter, the family he lives with when he's not at Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. She's the mother of that oh. family. So there you go. Huh. Um, I saw, I just happened to see that at CTV. I was working and walking by, and they were showing, like, a Harry Potter movie on the Saturday afternoon, and it was her. I'm like, oh, it's what's her name? From Andor. Oh. So there you go. But huh. she's. I'm sure she's been in lots of other stuff. Um, she's excellent here. This is just a great performance. And it's a hologram. It's just a hologram. That's the thing, eh?
0: Well, isn't she uh, – and she's also um, killing Eve. Oh, is that right? And – uh, oh, gosh. There's more than that, but yeah. Oh, he whacks him with a brick. Yeah, he whacks the
1: guy over the head with her brick, with right. the brick that she's in, right? And he's like, Arr! Uh-oh, here we go. But I, I thought it was interesting that they're not just firing into the crowd right away. They did try to kind of contain them and try
0: to do some riot control. Um, it the- just it just sp- it's just turns into anarchy in just a heartbeat. And I also love, um, I love our friend the bell ringer. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and what I what I like is the dashing of expectations, where the stormtrooper comes up uh, to the where the bell ringer is, and I thought the bell ringer was going to hit him in the head with the bell ringer, but no, he just gives him a boot and picks him, <laughs> just kicks right him the off the again. tower. Yeah, yeah. Let's see,
1: uh, I want to get the headbutt. I love it. I just love that idea of just headbutting a stormtrooper. These guys are sitting around. So TOSK and and, um, or Linus and and Cyril are just sitting around watching. Now, what were they expect?
0: What do you think they were there to do? Like, what were they planning to do? I'm not sure, but it, if they saw Andor, a different plan would have emerged. I'm guessing, but they I, didn't. They uh, saw Deirdre first, right? Or well, we no, saw the, I, bo- the bomb here. We know that he is a stalker. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's although of, I think she's into it now. Well, yeah. Well, that's a creepy scene, <laughs> and, uh, you know that's a scene of nightmares. That scene, but he, uh, what, imagine what their who their offspring might be. Oh, oh well. Anyway, Well, she meets the mother-in-law? <laughs> That's right. Oh, my
1: goodness. Uh, So, basically, uh, the guy throws the bomb, sets off a bunch of grenades. A whole box of grenades goes off and destroys a bunch of stuff. So, who knows who's been hurt here? Oh,
0: there's a lot. It's just anarchy, and it's great. It's great. Star Wars anarchy. It's the best. here comes the headbutt, I think. Um
1: key sacks is the name of the oh yeah open fire and then they're yeah they're just taking them out now and this again shows the evil empire right this is even more reason for the yeah. rebellion to grow and maybe they're saying that this is the the inciting incident maybe this is the first thing that officially
0: launches the rebellion because word of this is
1: going to spread too right this is just like the whole uh well,
0: i mean we've had the heist already yep. too though don't forget like that in some ways that's that's the one that bankrolls it true true
1: but this is just an insurrection. It's a flat-out insurrection. Right. It's the kind of oh, thing the prison
0: escape in some way too. Uh, there's yeah, do been people a few... know about
1: that though? Right? Do people know about the prison escape?
0: I would Feel imagine like that it... they're hiding that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, maybe. Um,
1: yeah, they just kill all these guys. It's really sad. And then yeah, this guy is dead. Like it's it's and again very serious. This is like not kind of stuff that we've seen in Star Wars before, where characters just flat out die like this. Um, yeah,
0: here's the creepy scene with him, and <laughs> I should say thank you. Like they're just like looking so at each he... other. He saves her. She's getting trampled. I thought they were going to kill her. Yeah, me too. I thought that was it for or her. Or she
1: would get taken prisoner and back to the and, rebels.
0: Oh, I thought she, they were going to just kill her right there, and I was all for it. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, rip her to shreds. You guys know what you're doing. And so the fact that he sort of swoops in and saves her um, at the last minute, uh, I don't know if that's what he would planned to do. He did show up outside her work, and, and she told him to get lost. And so now here, her initial reaction appears to be get lost. But then she went, oh, wait, I should. Well, he I saved should, her life. so Right. Yeah. So, so her initial repulsion, she realizes, must be uh, tempered with a little thank you. But is there more? Yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, and then, of course, Andrew just shows up.
1: Like, this is kind of a bit of a, a yeah. out of the blue But he gets Bix out. He knows they're all going to meet up at the junkyard, I guess. Takes him back there. So he puts Bix on the ship and then does not go with him. I was quite surprised at that. I figured that they were just going to get all on the ship together and go off. So I I was surprised at this movie. He's got something else to do. I know. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I I was not expecting. I thought, okay, let's get everyone off. Let's regroup and figure things out and go from there. Uh, But no, he gets, uh, It's like what is it, Brasso, Bix, um, B, they're all B B names. Mm -hmm. I don't know who this woman is. Um, but he tells her, you know, to get out of there. Straight home, full pump, hand throttle, no comms, giving her tips on how to fly out stealthily. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to get out. And then, now, do he remember where, um, very touching moment here with B. Do he remember where Luthen parked his parking spot from before? Is well, that how he knew did, where the
0: ship was? Oh, uh, we did see uh, the two of them driving on their uh, speeder bikes across the same terrain right. that we see yes. Luthen driving yes. on. And I thought of that too. I thought, okay, so he knows, he does know.
1: Yeah, so we see a quick scene here where we see that Mon Mothma is indeed going to marry
0: off her daughter to the crime boss's son. I didn't think we were going to see this so soon, did you? What's that? Uh, the, the crime boss. The sun is there. We saw. We, I didn't think we'd see the face of the sun, but we did. It's just. A, it's just a, a, a quick note yeah. to say this is where this is at, and yeah. we'll probably
1: find out more next season. Yeah. But it's like this. Yeah, she is going to go. Even though she hemmed and hot about it, she didn't want to do it. She knows she has to do it for the rebellion, so she's just going to do it. She's going. She doesn't like her daughter anyway.
0: I actually want. It while but seeing this is a whole other ball of wax, and and. I thought, I kind of hoped in a way that we'd see a little more Mon Mothma. Yeah, that's true. I I agree. I'm not being critical of the episode because I love the episode. Uh, If I had one wish of the balance of the season, I just think Mon Mothma's got lots of interesting things going on in Coruscant, including potential uh, things that happen with the Emperor and Jar Jar Binks for all we know. But I mean, lots of different things. We didn't see um, Jimmy Smith's at all. Uh, but maybe that
1: was part of their overall direction to yeah. not make it like yeah. Star Wars, right? They made it made a concerted effort to to strip away all the how, Star Wars tropes that we know. All and of certainly Jar Jar is that. that possible. And Jimmy Smith's.
0: It's all possible in her world though. And yes. that's the thing we have to remember that 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 the opportunity for one of those things to pop up, it's huge. It's huge. And it will probably in season 2, and I don't think it'll be fan service at all. Okay. I we'll don't see. think so. This uh, is not a show that does that. No. Uh well, maybe to a Little extent, which we'll talk about in a second.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mosk is drinking in the alley. He's by himself. He's lost. Maybe uh, his friend has now gone off with his new girlfriend. We oh. don't know what happened with them. But uh, Mosk is sitting here by himself drinking. So he's not happy uh, with how things turned out, uh, his best friend. And, of course, then we have Luthen come back to his ship. And I I didn't expect there to be – I didn't. I don't know why I didn't expect this. This was a surprise to me. But I guess I should have known that he was going to come and, and meet up with Luthen and then – they're going to go off to have adventures together.
0: Well, well yeah, but it's by, just by a hair because he shows up and he goes, kill me or take me in. Right. And uh, and I, part of me wondered, what do you mean by take me in? Like take me in as a prisoner or take me into the rebellion?
1: Oh, I, well, as soon as I saw that he was there, I'm like, oh, okay, this is what, where it's going to go because we know that he becomes a part of the rebellion. And the only risk to Luthen is that... Uh, Andor was going to tell the Empire what he knew about him, but he was part of the rebellion. Then he, you know, he'll die before he tells them. Well, or Well, he
0: smiles because he realizes that this guy's clever. He figured out, uh, he figured out the play that Luthen would want to kill him. He's figured out. He's shown up. He's willing to die. He's standing there unarmed, and he could shoot him if he wants to. And that's when he realizes that this guy's a valuable asset, and he smiles. And and by the way, that last scene where. He smiles, that is like an acting masterclass of how to handle, make a facial expression, barely a facial expression, say all kinds of stuff. So it was, was, I didn't want it to end at that point. I wanted more, like we're all screaming more and more, and then it ends. But not really. Some well, other. yeah, and I, I agree. I'm I'm now chomping at the bit to
1: see what yeah. kind of adventures these guys get into next season. Oh. Um, it's going to be you know more building of, of lore, of rebellion lore. We're probably going to see. Maybe we'll have more opportunity for some cameos and stuff. Probably will. Uh, but not I am t- very excited. Not lots. But not more-
0: lots. But it could happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, more of that ship. I want to see yeah. more of Luthan, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, yeah, there was. And thank you for telling me about the post-credit scene. Yeah. I wouldn't have waited. I would not have l- watched through it. Uh, but it was a lot of credits, and then a post-credit scene, uh, which I wasn't thrilled about, to be honest. I was kind of I thought it was a bit of a
0: letdown. Oh, I thought I thought okay. There's a couple things in there that need to be pointed out. Right. Okay, the first is so we see the little droids. They're 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 soldering. Some, <laughs> they're soldering something. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the camera pulls back, and they're actually placing the stuff that they were building in the prison. Right. It's the parts right. that they are building, whatever that assembly line so, they were doing. So here's the part that must be pointed out. Andor was building part of the laser, which ultimately kills him in Rogue One.
1: And, and he had a part in destroying by delivering the Death Star plans to the rebels. Right. So, so he built it and
0: destroyed it. And it killed him. Yeah, ultimately will kill him. It yeah. will kill him, ultimately. So the seeing the little cog, I'm glad they answered the question, What are they building? And I'm glad it has layers on top of it in terms of what the meaning of what Andor was working on. That was really interesting. Um, and then you see the Death Star, the ca- and the camera pulls back, and you see it's the Death Star, and then we cut away. Now, here's the big question, and I, I, I did like this. At first, I thought it w- it's like one example of fan service on a show that has none, virtually. However, it earned it over the course sure. of a whole season, for sure. Um, does this mean, and I'm sort of of two minds of this, I kind of like it, I kind of don't like it. Does this mean next season we're going to see... Grand Moff Tarkin and Krennic and maybe Vader on the Death Star? Or is the Death Star once again going to be in the background? We, We got that out of the way. That's done. Or will we spend time with the characters that we then see again in Rogue One?
1: Yeah, I don't think we will. I think it was just a na- nod to that. Like, this is what they're building. I think it's a, basically they're saying that the Death Star was built by slave labor. I think that's a, that thing they want to point out. Uh, I just didn't like that. I wish I would have liked more of a hint in the to have the parts look like something from the Death Star instead of whatever they looked like, which was like an engine or whatever the heck. Like, like there was no way to tell what that thing was by looking at it in the assembly line. And I wish there would have been more of a hint to what it would ultimately be, because mm-hmm. uh, it's just a random thing that they decide. Oh, this is a part of the Death Star. Yeah. That's of what I didn't like about it. Um, but it's fine. No, I don't think they're going to come back to it. I don't think they're going to have... Uh, they might show it at some point or yeah. show something, but they're not going to have Krennic or any of those guys. They're not going to do Scene Tarkin, although the technology has improved since then. Uh, I think they're just going to leave it at that. And maybe we'll have a hint of something else next season. I don't yeah. know. Maybe we'll have like... Um, Maybe whatever they – remember what happened to Fake Pablo? Whatever that could be, we yeah. could have the oh, setup to that. Could show, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Fake Pablo could show back up. <laughs> yeah. like and There's all kinds of things yeah, they could do. That's true, and well, and it wouldn't surprise me if the show ends exactly where Rogue One starts. Yeah, that yeah. That could be interesting, too. I don't think we need um, Jin Urso. No, no, she comes, Galen or so. Galen or so, maybe. I mean, Mickelson's going to see this show and go, yeah, like, I'd like to come back, please, because it's a good show. You think so? Uh, I think it's possible. I think it's more likely we see him, oh, and then maybe we see her as a younger person. As a girl, something like that. Because, yeah, because he is actually actively building
1: the Death Star right right now. Right, so this is before he takes off. off. I've been watching, I've been rewatching Hannibal. Uh, last oh, weeks. Such so good. good. <laughs> so good. And he's just amazing in it. So, yeah, I would like to see yeah. that, actually. I would like to see more yeah. uh, Geelan so. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, they could just kind of do like, like I said, nothing in this show was really about Star Wars. It was all its own thing. They kind of took pieces here and there. It took
0: place in the Star Wars it universe. It did, but it wasn't overly it deepened, Star Wars. It deepened the stories. It makes me like Rogue One more. Yeah. I mean, I was never the biggest fan of Rogue One. I I liked it. I just never thought, to me, it was like a classic 7 out of 10. Like, yeah, it's good. It's good. But, you know, it's fine. Like, it just seems like a lot of other Star Wars to me. Um, in some ways, uh, it's so close to A New Hope. And um, I just, and that Princess Leia at the end, I think, maybe tarnished it a little. Oh, because yeah. That does not quite work. Um, but the Vader scene's great. But I don't want Vader, I, I, I trust this show to not do it, to make Vader, like that was what we had Obi-Wan for. Yeah. That was perfect. But uh, we don't need Vader to be the uh, bad guy showing up everywhere in every show. And I don't think we'll, that that will happen on this show. I just think the, the, the careful planning and the depth of this show, uh, I just think we're we're going to be in for another uh, real treat. And I don't think this show will ever be in danger of being fan servicey or bringing in things that just don't seem like they're – because uh, they've established the right place, that it, yeah.
1: it it isn't that. They've right. already kind of established what it is, and yeah. they have now freedom to pretty much do whatever they want. Yeah. Because they they think, like, regular things happen. People shit in the Star Wars universe, right? It's right? like This is like a normal world in which we're writing stories, and, yeah, it just gives so
0: much more depth to Star Wars. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, th- I thought so, too. I think it's one of the best – I mean, it's just one of the best shows of the year, let alone Star Wars show. Yep. It's just a great show. I think – People who thought the first episode was slow – oh, and by the way, they showed it – did you see they showed the first three episodes on just regular commercial TV last week? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they showed them on – Global had it. Global, Interesting. Global and ABC, I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. And uh, just because – just they, there you go. First three episodes on the house. And I think that this show is going to do real well in terms of rewatchability and time-shifting – like we're we're the guy you know we get up early in the morning or whatever to watch it but I think there's a whole audience out there that's gonna hear this is gonna win some Emmys I mean this this show this is just the beginning of I think the buzz for and or just among a, a larger audience uh, I think I think that I think that we're gonna see Stellan Skarsgård get himself an Emmy for this thing mm-hmm. for sure. And at least actually, not what, at least in the nomination. One of the funny things about the last episode is the least important character is Andor, it has the least happened to him in right. some ways. Yes. Yeah.
1: actually, one thing I noticed about the marketing of the show, uh, as far as like how they marketed on Disney Plus and even on Roku because I have a Roku, so I get ads on my Roku mm-hmm. for Andor and stuff. But it's like you know, every time every Wednesday, it's a new ad that says new episode up, new episode up. This week it said you know, season finale now up. Uh, but there's also an ad that says "entire series now streaming," so it shifts from episode to episode marketing to entire series marketing. Mm-hmm. So now they're going after the bingers. Now they're going after the people who didn't want to wait from week to week, who want to watch it all at once. And people will do that. There will be people this weekend mm-hmm. who waited for the whole thing to come out to watch it all at once. And I think that's becoming a real strategy in this whole landscape of uh, of streaming. That uh, you know they want to go after different types of audiences who watch at different times. Yeah, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah, yep. I, no, it really is interesting, and um, I'm just uh, I'm just happy they did a show like this. I love The Mandalorian too, and when The Mandalorian comes back, it'll be interesting to see what that's like after having watched Andor. But I love The Mandalorian. I've loved it. Uh, every episode of The Mandalorian as some of the best Star Wars, um, and Ahsoka is going to be different too. It's going to have its own kind of vibe. But I'm glad they did this experiment. This could have been easy to pull the plug on and say, "Nah, it's not a character people are interested yeah. in," or something. So, I'm well, maybe so that's what allowed them to have the freedom, though, yeah, because maybe. it's not a character that nobody
1: nobody really cared yeah. about him before that. Now everybody does. Like yeah. it's just, I do care about Andor. It will lend more meaning to Rogue One, and I can't wait to watch it again.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think if they were actually showing this on a marathon at a theater, it would be interesting to see. I would see love it. to see this in a the theater. I think it'd it be really. It's good. a little long, hey. Yeah. Like it's it's a uh, twelve episodes, but like forty five minutes each. Most of them probably averages out to, to be a long day at the theater. Like
1: if you could split it up into screenings in like one yeah. day, like three days in a row, like three episodes at a time or something like that, because yeah, you could get three, a couple three, hours three. in. Yeah. That would work really well.
0: Oh, you know what else didn't happen in the finale? Andy Circus didn't. Yeah. come. In. I yeah. thought there. I thought some some indication. But you know what? He was a fan favorite, and I'm not sure if the show knew he was going to be a fan favorite. Right. How much of the show have they shot for season two? I want to know too. Any? I don't know. I don't I know, but they, they
1: certainly have shown they're
0: willing to do things like bring characters yeah. back
1: and and give them expanded roles if if fans like them. So I would expect that if they have an opportunity to bring Andy Circus back, that they would.
0: I hope so. I don't know how much of this was in the can, or no, yeah, who knows? But it's just uh, that's a guy we need back, and it doesn't even if we just find out what his fate is, or find out, uh, even see him in in passing. I think uh, there's just some interesting things they could do with that character, all things being what they are. Yeah. And uh, hey, you don't want to spend your whole life on that thing building the Death Star. Oh, hey, how about this? Do you think? this whole Andor has killed the conversation in the first clerks, where they're ta- <laughs> where they're talking about there's contractors on that Death Star, and you know, a lot of innocent people uh, got killed and things like that. Where it doesn't look like anyone's that innocent. It looks like the bastard contractors. Well, they
1: were innocent because they were slaves. they're prisoners that
0: built the Death Star, right? But the contractors <laughs> that that decided to build these prisons to house the. Oh, prison, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like it's not like like it wasn't like. It was forces of all good that uh, um, uh, that like it wasn't like there's was innocent parties traipsing around the Death Star. Well, not that we know of anyway.
1: One thing I found interesting about the show is that it shows how certain personalities are gravitating towards the Empire. The people working for the Empire love the Empire because it allows them to be powerful and to tell people what they need to do and that kind of stuff. And that that happens in real life. Certain types of people gravitate towards police jobs, towards politics, towards those kinds of things. And that's happening in Star Wars as well. So people want the Empire to succeed. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing those kinds of people in much more detail than we ever did before. Yeah, Because the guys who are like, the assistants to Darth Vader and, and, and Grand Moff Tarkin, they didn't say much. They just kind of did what they're told. But you can tell that these people really do care about their jobs. Yeah. These ISB guys, they all really want to take down the Rabbit Rebellion. Well, they the think, Rebellion think they're law take down and order. The they
0: think they're uh, yeah. enforcing the laws, Yeah, they think. But they're still yeah. so
1: invested in it, right? right? So yeah, I did. I did quite enjoy that part of it. That was probably my yeah. favorite aspect of this whole show was the Empire storyline and that whole aspect oh. of seeing the Empire. I really, really like that.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. To me, I, I, I probably if I chose an arc, I'd say the prison arc was my favorite. That was pretty good, yeah. Because yeah, it's pretty good, and you know they're gonna get out. It's just exciting and ten- tension filled. But this show was really about tension. Yeah. The whole the whole vibe of the show was just making you tense even when very little seemed to be happening it was just your stomach hurt just waiting for for that thing to happen that you it was like breaking you know. bad for yeah.
1: star wars right that same kind yeah. of uh, feeling yeah so whew, i loved it final thoughts
0: um i thought we might see luther uh with a lightsaber yeah. i thought it could happen uh it didn't happen i'm still going to say next season it oh, will oh for
1: sure yeah they have to they teased it this season it's just a quick you know,
0: and, thing. And, and it he will he will
1: sh- and, he will whip that thing out. And it light doesn't it up. mean
0: a Jedi Knight uh, is the uh, the what we know Jedi Knights to be is going to be a main thrust of any storytelling, but to see that confirmation would be just an interesting thing. And yes. I think I don't think we're going to get more than that, but we I think we'll get some confirmation. Is there any
1: indication, or have they made any indication that there were Jedi involved with the rebellion before Luke? Anybody using the force in in the rebellion at
0: any point? There would have to be because there were still there were still oh the, yes, there would have to be because as uh, Kenobi showed that there was the underground railroad right. for yes. for Jedi, so it seems implausible that 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 they would never have crossed paths or yeah. I think the two would be one thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, at uh, some point it's a good question though. Did we ever see is Luke Well, Luke wasn't a Jedi yet when he was right, no, a so bit more than
1: so I'm wondering about the bit of a little the Force the with you, with you, right? That's yeah. always kind of the way they of the way they of <laughs> right. the Force be with you, bye. Um, so I don't so it's, it's just not know, thought. I, I, I think that you know, if we see bit uh, reveal himself to be a Jedi, or a Jedi or former a rather, if that's you know, a yeah. you know, uh, um, Then maybe we'll see bit of a glimpse of a underground uh, railroad, of so to speak, or I don't know. It's it's just. But they certainly did tease it, and then we will see more about it. And that's yeah. that's all we have to go with. Yeah. For now, but I'm excited. I loved yeah. it. Uh, I again, this is like it became for me because I uh, Wednesdays are crazy. I had such yeah. a busy day. Oh, Wednesdays, I know it was horrible. So I would always watch it at the end of the day. That was at my very end of the day, 10 o'clock at night. Everything else done sit down to watch it and it was a really great way to end the day i really really enjoyed it i uh, on the
0: other hand i got up super early and i didn't know how long the last one was going to be so I, j- I just went ah screw it and i got up at 5 oh, 30 wow. to watch it and it was only like 56 minutes or something it wasn't that long it, uh it was an hour but then uh there's a certain uh a german soccer team that was playing another certain team um and then lost to that team and that was right after it so that was basically at seven in the morning so I had a couple of early morning things I needed to watch uh, okay. before school happened. And so I did that. And But I was like, there's no way I'm waiting to the end of the day to watch this Andor because it's the finale. It's going to be spoiled for me if I wait till the end of the day. So I just had to do it. Get I up just stay on.
1: offline. I just don't go online at all, oh. all day long. Something's going to happen, <laughs> though. You know it is. And, uh, and I don't see any
0: students that talk to me about it in, in the classes I have on Wednesdays. I so. have one student who is watching it that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, anyway and he seemed to be enjoying it but I didn't even mention it to him today because I didn't want did not want to get into uh I didn't want to spoil it for him nor and nor did I want other people in the class to hear like uh, any spoiler of any kind which is always you know you want to treat you want to treat others with spoilers the way you wish to be. I treated. agree.
1: Yeah. So we'll have to have a larger conversation yeah. about that. I think, and I think that I do want to talk about. We're going to shift back to media nerds now. I guess now that this is done. Although we will watch the Mandalorian when that comes up. Maybe oh, yeah. at some point, I think we should like do a live commentary or figure out a way around yeah. that. Uh, but we certainly will revisit this at some point and and talk about it again because I think it's just such a great series. I would say it's probably my favorite series of the bunch so far. Yeah, like,
0: probably, probably just because
1: of what it does, all
0: the different things uh, it does. You know, I, really, I really just really love the Mandalorian when I was watching yeah, it. It's so to, good. A, to an extent that it's very hard for me to choose one yeah, or the other. That's fair. Um, I don't know. Uh, let's see what what happens on the next Mandalorian, which looks like it's going to be incredible. And that's March, right? Yeah.
1: So we got a few more months. I've Got to get through the holidays and then into the spring. So we'll talk about. We'll do our um, our end of the year episode, yeah. as we do, talking about our favorite media properties. Our best, best of. On, best of, and then uh, talk about. I want to talk about streaming services. Yeah. Maybe some other stuff we can do in
0: media nerds, but we should have a, a good time. That sounds uh, like a delightful plan. And a couple months without Star Wars, I don't know what we're going to do. I think it'll be fine. It'll gonna be go, good. I'm going to have Star Wars withdrawal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Star Wars Nerds. I'm Dan Vadabonker. I'm Kenton
0: Larson. Don't let the force hit you on the ass. <laughs> going to Toshi Station to pick up the power converter. <laughs> TK421, do you copy? Where did you dig up that old fossil? I'm taking an awful risk, man.